and welcome to today's live. It's so exciting um, and podcast, so live and pod. Um, I'm Elena, and we have Rhonda. I'm Rhonda. That's me. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, so do you want to start us off on what we're going to talk about? I already gave a little hint, a little tidbit. Right. I know. I'm always joining as fast as I can um, to get on here with you. So today we're going to talk about uh, harnessing the hurricane. We're going to talk about prep over panic and staying calm in the storm, essentially. At least mm-hmm. what we've found works for us, things that we are finding that will work for us and hopefully will work for our listeners too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally. Um, gosh, yeah. And it seems like, I mean, everyone can relate right now with COVID going on and people going back to school or not necessarily back to school, but back to home school. Uh, (laughs) There's a lot of chaos in our lives right now, and I feel like a lot of people are living in storms. So hopefully this will be valid and have some good info for people who are faced with, you know, just the chaos of life right now and a pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Well, let's talk about things that come up when, you know, life gets crazy. So one of the things that comes to mind is anxiety for me. Um, what about sure. for you? Yes. Anxiety. anxiety. When things come up, some symptoms I experience. Okay. Let's talk about symptoms. Personal. Like people can experience all kinds of things. For me, uh, if an event is coming up that I have a real world situation of coming up tomorrow, actually, mm-hmm. just happened to be the perfect topic. For, um, for this time in my life and then I know you're going through some very intense things that start next week <laughs> and um, things that come up with the military life especially that we've been talking about this week too that you just found out I think yesterday that we were talking about that and just all these curveballs that are thrown at us right and mine of course was a choice mm-hmm. to treat um, some medical issues that I'm having right now so anyways the symptoms I'm having, um, well, maybe I'll just say that tomorrow I'm having surgery. I'm going in for a diagnostic laparoscopy, which is where they make two incisions in the lower abdomen, little tiny incisions, probably the width of my thumb or less, and um, Mm -hmm. the doctor will put a camera in there, take a look around my entire abdomen, um, fill the body with gas, I think it's CO2, she said, um, so that it's safer for her to look around in there and everything. And I'm already like, oh, my jaw's starting to shake. So here's some symptoms coming up with this. Mm-hmm. I find myself thinking about it. Right. Um, and I used to be really, really bad with catastrophic thinking. Uh, uh-huh. And I didn't even know that was a term until I was... Catastrophizing? Yeah. yeah, totally. Yes. Totally is um, a thing. Catastrophic thinking, if you don't know, it's when your mind goes to the worst possible outcome mm-hmm. or... Yeah, outcome of, of whatever you're experiencing. It could be right. that you just have, you just suffer from high anxiety um, in the first place, which I, I used to be so much worse than I am now. I've come such a long way, and especially in the past year, maybe the last two years. Um, anyways, so catastrophic thoughts. <laughs> yeah, for kind of example, like worst case scenario, right? Yes, yeah. worst case scenario. Like, for example, having surgery. I could die. <laughs> right? That's, that's like, I mean, yeah. Worst case scenario, it's pretty, uh, that's a catastrophe for sure. I can see that. Yes, yeah. exactly. 
talking and we'd written and all these horrible things and I'll think about like, well, what if I do die and it's, I just leave my husband behind, you know, like I have to write a list yeah. of all the things that he has to do to like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm laughing about it because it sounds kind of silly, like now that I'm saying it out loud, but like it's right. real thoughts that you have and they're right. very real to you. They're very real, and, but not and, necessarily realistic or likely but that doesn't stop the feelings and the emotions that come along with oh my god you know what if what if what if yes all the what ifs exactly so I'm thinking you know I need to I have my will made well thank goodness I don't have to worry about that you know (laughs) it was kind of like a last minute um choice or option to get surgery so I made the choice to get surgery find out why I'm having so much pain every month around my cycle and um for all the female listeners out there who are having a cycle, like, we experience some crazy things, and this year, starting in January, at the beginning of the top of the year, I was experiencing increased pain around my menstrual cycle, and um, I sought medical help in, I think it was in March, right when COVID kicked off, mm. and I kept putting off my referral because I was scared to go to the doctor, and like to go to the hospital because of covid but then i was experiencing this horrible pain anyways um and then i finally saw the my ob that i'm seeing now and she's amazing and so supportive and helped me through this right decide that surgery is the best way to, to find a diagnosis for what i'm going through it is the only way to get a definitive diagnosis mm-hmm. she could have made an asupta one and we did and we tried to do hormonal birth control and it just didn't work for me so it's just very recent within the last month whoever's listening just so you know like this is happening right now mm-hmm. uh, this is my storm I'm just explaining it so that you kind of get right. a grasp of why I'm experiencing the thoughts or the, the symptoms of the storm that I am so anyways fast forward tomorrow two weeks ago I found out that I could have the surgery tomorrow suddenly here it is it's already it's, here. It's here tonight I have to like do the gel and the shower and then in the morning I gotta do the gel again and the shower and I'm just like uh, like I start shaking so my main thing is I get shaky I can feel it just involuntarily throughout my body my jaw starts to shake when I speak so the, those are physical symptoms that I just they're involuntary I would mm-hmm. say I right. could take measures to lessen them like breathing which we're going to talk about right. um, so catastrophic thoughts are a mental thing uh, shakes physical you can bounce back. There's so many ways you can feel like I just sweat kind of out of nowhere. Right. And <laughs> I think that's probably a pretty normal yeah. anxious like, symptom. Anxious, nervous, I yeah. Like body heat rising, kind of you can feel your pulse. Like um, I mean there's so many symptoms and everyone has different symptoms of anxiety and panic and just you know, there's lots. But um, yes. so let's talk about what are some of the things that just real quick, what are you thinking, you know, your top three things that you're doing either today or leading up to tomorrow in the past week that have helped bring some peace to you and those anxious, like, jittery nervousness? Right. So I've had three doctor's appointments in the last two weeks, and every time I go, it starts to get more real um, because it, it, it was a short notice thing two weeks you know like I knew I was going to get the surgery but I thought it wasn't going to be for months because of the lockdown in California but mm-hmm. they lifted certain procedures to be done at the hospital so yeah. I'm thankful for that however I thought I was going to have all this time to prepare uh, yeah. but I'm almost <laughs> grateful that it was more short notice because mm-hmm. then I would have had all that much more time at a 
date three months or four months from now to worry about it. So I'm kind of grateful for that, which is like a, a like a blessing in disguise, you might say. Yeah. Just get it but done. But I think going to the visits and then getting nervous and like just like wait, when you're waiting, when you're just waiting in the waiting room and there's nothing to occupy you. I don't I don't look at my phone all the time. It, it bothers me to feel so dependent on it. So sometimes I'll just be looking at the walls. <laughs> but then that's the opportunity for the thoughts to wander and those catastrophic thoughts to start to think that they can creep in. So when that does happen, especially when it's, it's more powerful when I'm out, I've noticed. When I'm at home, it's easier for me to slip for some reason. But when I'm out, I almost feel as though I can call on. So for those of you listening who may not have heard our previous live about building your own superhero, I, I sort of can call upon my my better self, my inner superhero, Rhonda Z, as we call her, mm-hmm. and I kind of like pass the baton to her when I need to, and I yeah. let that best person of me come out and sit up straight, and I like focus on my posture, like how would Rhonda Z be sitting right now, you know, and I'm in the doctor's office <laughs> about to get my blood drawn, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. whatever test they had to do they had to do a COVID test and it was very uncomfortable but I just had to do it and I was just yeah. like what would Rhonda Z do she would take it like a champ and she wouldn't complain she'd take deep breaths and then like remind myself how my best self would handle this situation right yeah and do that and apply mm-hmm. it and it's been working wonders and I can't help but think that it is due to us talking about all these ways that you can better yourself as a person right. in general, yeah. not just in the storm, you know? Yeah. I think that's truly helped me. I've, I've fallen back on those methods a lot in the last two weeks, for sure. <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. That makes sense. Um, and I know we've kind of talked about it, like, outside of the lives, but um, some of the things that I know we both practice is breathing and just kind of meditation or movement Um yoga, just stuff to help kind of clear our minds and bring us um, back down. And then just one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, very simply, I'll talk about two tips um, for when you're having anxiety and you feel it coming up and um, possibly even going into a panic attack, ways to bring yourself back down. Like the easiest, quickest thing to do is to just come back to your breath. So if you take yoga, you hear that a lot like okay focus on your breathing come back to your breath come back to your breath come back into your body Um, and the easiest thing just think about the number four and inhale for a four count so you count to four as you inhale hold it for four and then exhale for four and then do it four times so it's really quick um, to do that and just some of the benefits of that deep breathing exercise your muscles will start to relax and your oxygen delivery throughout your body improves. Um, Your blood pressure can start to lower, so that's a huge thing. So a lot of times when we get that kind of fight or flight anxiety, we're like, you can feel everything's rising, blood pressure, everything. Um, Another thing that comes with the deep breathing is endorphins are released into your body. So endorphins are the super awesome chemical in our body that naturally is a pain reliever and just kind of helps us um, chill out. So there's that. And that's just with a quick, like I said, think of the number four, four seconds in, four second hold, four second exhale, repeat it four times. And you can do that, you know, like you said, in the doctor's office, you can sit there and do that. No one's going to know you're doing it. You know, it's like your little secret, but I mean, it shouldn't be a secret. It shouldn't be a secret. You can, 
you can do it. Um, I do it all the time. Um, and it, do it right now. In fact, yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of magic to be able to talk while I do it, but... Um, <laughs> I'm not actually doing it, but um, another thing uh, is called grounding, and there's different techniques with grounding, but one of the ones that I'm going to talk about is basic. Think of number five, five, four, three, two, one. All it is is think of five things you can see and look at them, and then you go down to four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and then one thing you can taste. So grounding helps with anxiety, anger, and focus. So it kind of, just like your breathing, is pulling you back into the present moment. Um, have you used breathing or anything recently? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, like, literally was using it while you were talking. Like, no joke. <laughs> I was feeling so jittery about this because I think, not, not, be, not to talk to you on this live, right? Right. And, where people may see this or hear this it's I'm just tomorrow's the day and it's like the jitters are there but while you were talking about it I'm just like listening and soaking up the words and like mm -hmm. literally just breathing and like the, the yeah. jitter in my jaw <laughs> my jaw jitter went away it's that <laughs> powerful good. and it's that simple and it's that quick too it really yes. really works yes right away oh my gosh breathing so, so yeah, much. Absolutely used it. Um, so that's basically, you know, the grounding, the breathing techniques that's helping us to stay present. Um, and then a lot of our worry and anxiety comes from us trying to live in the future, which is, yes. you know, outside of our means, right? We, c we can't live in the future um, unless you're on the eastern United States where I am, because I'm in the future. I'm three hours yeah. ahead of you. <laughs> Um, the lunch time there. It's lunch. I already had lunch. It's like twelve o'clock. Um, no, but I just want to share this quote. So, if you're depressed, you're living in the past. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you're living in the present. And that is from Lao Tzu. Not sure if I'm totally butchering that name, um, but. It's so true. If you think about it, if you're depressed, you're totally, you know, you're living in the past. And um, if you're anxious, you're living in the future. Um, so, and like you were saying earlier with all those what ifs and the catastrophic thinking, um, like, I, I mean, I do that too. I think everyone does it, or we at least, you know, to some extent. But um, so that worst case scenario, the what if, the worry, um, I have two tricks for that and I don't know maybe you want to try this if it comes up in the next 24 hours um, especially you know with what's coming your way um, but one of the things I like to do is to just set a timer and I do this with my husband sometimes and I'm like okay shh, I just need you to listen I don't need you to fix but I'm going to go over all the crazy thoughts in my head all the what if bad and so I'll say just verbal diarrhea everything like oh my god what if blah 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 what if blah 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 oh my god like blah 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 what if this happens da, 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 da. and then and then I'm like okay I got it out and then I flip the script so a lot of times we go to the what if bad scenarios and what I've tried to do is uh, what if good so I flip my script and I say okay well what if instead of a bad thing like what if this job interview goes so well that they hire me on the spot and what if like 
I automatically get a pay increase. I mean, it can be completely over the top, what if good, but just flipping the script and thinking like, instead of what if I die in surgery or what if like they miss my vein or like, you know, all these different things. Um, looks like we lost Rhonda, but she'll be back. Um, anyway, so the what if good, thinking about just flipping your script and um, here, she's coming back on. Um, what if good? So you flip it. We lost you for a second, but you're back. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We're just talking about, so flipping the script and thinking what if good scenario. Um, and I, I do this almost all the time. And sometimes we get into that negative thought process and it's good to share those tips with people because I've shared it with my husband and sometimes he'll catch me and he'll be like, Elena, what if good? Tell me, tell me what if good. And so I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then I say, okay, well, what if blah, blah, blah. And sometimes they're totally over the top and unrealistic good things, but it's better being unrealistic in a positive way than unrealistic in the bad, the negative. So, yes, I totally agree. That's my little quick tip for the what if and the worry and catastrophic thinking. Instead of ca catastrophe, I mean, what's the opposite of that? Right. That's such a that's a great way to think about it. Yeah, it's, sure. it's hard, but it's it's just a just flip it and you know I think it's helpful at least for me. It is because um, for my real life situation, the best thing to come out of this is that we find a solution. And I bet I live a better quality of life because yeah. of this. Yeah, what if it goes so well that your entire life improves? And what if, like... I mean, that's what I'm banking on, you know? That's the yeah. whole point of it. And it's just, it's so, it's not, oh, what's the word? It's not productive or conducive to your, your, your positive mental being if you're... If you're worried, worry takes away from your strengths yeah. and yeah. and the positive like uh, emissions that you put out. What am I trying to say? Like the positive energy and momentum. Vibes. Yes, yeah. vibes get totally like raindrops hit them and they fall to the ground. It, that's what worry is. <laughs> well, isn't worry like um, what's that quote? Worry is like standing in the sun, holding an umbrella, waiting for it to rain. Like. <laughs> You know, yeah. that's, that's what worry is. Like, it's a complete... Yes. Worry is a waste. Worry is a waste. Yeah. It's just... It is. And and you can catch yourself going down that hole. And it, it happens all the time for me. However, there's just so many ways... That's why we're talking about this. There's so many ways to bounce back. And it may not be, like, leaps and bounds, but if it's anywhere towards the positive direction, it's worth it. And it's something right yeah <laughs> yeah even if you can just halt it you know pump the brakes um one of the things i tell myself uh and it's it's a lyric from one of my favorite bands so blink 182 is one of my all-time favorite bands and in their uh, newer album they have a song called pin the grenade and okay. um so if you think about a grenade and you pull the pin out you have x amount of time before it blows up so the song's called pin the grenade as in like hey wait pin the grenade um and that's actually one of the lyrics and uh i I sing it to myself and when I feel like 
oh, okay, I'm getting really like, how am I, oh my God, how am I gonna do this? Um, and I'm like, hey, wait, pin the grenade, you know, and I start like, okay, all right, I'm just, um, and then it kind of leads me down like my own self is I, I try to like, okay, Elena, is this gonna matter in a month? Yes, okay, well, I can spend a little bit more time thinking about it, or is this gonna matter in six months? No, so, okay, let's only spend five minutes on this or something like that. Um, I love that. Yeah, because if you think about it like that, you know, a lot of our troubles that come up that seem really intense right now when they're right in front of us or tomorrow, for instance, um, for you, it's like, yes, this is like terrifying, but in a year from now, like what's, what's the emotional feeling going to be? And if it's relief or better or totally gone or wow, I was worried about that, then it's easier to kind of like bring yourself back and be like, okay, like I got this. Yes, and I think I want to add, without um, being anxious about the future, you can maybe think of it, oh, this just came to me and I think it's good, so let me know if I'm like crazy, <laughs> but instead of the anxiety associated with thinking about the future, maybe you could think like, if in six months, will I be proud of how I handled this situation right now yes like yes. I'd rather feel okay I want to be proud of myself for being ah, I don't really want to say being strong because I am nervous and whatever but in six months I'd love to be proud that I went in like my husband can't go with me into the place like he can only go to the lobby because of COVID so mm -hmm. I'm like at first I was like pissed <laughs> like I can't do this by myself but da -da -da -da. I'm like freaking out and everything and of course my doctor was so supportive and she was like literally Rhonda once you leave the operating room I'm taking off my gloves and calling your husband and I was like oh my gosh I need this support and then I've got okay this is a great segue into a support system but I definitely yes. want to mention and bring up because without support uh, it's hard to do anything I mean you can do things by yourself but having a support system huge could, paramount huge yeah. could be a matter of whether you succeed or fail I mean people do things by themselves all the time I'm not right. saying that you sure. can't just like build your business and do it by yourself mm -hmm. but I mean it's pretty darn helpful to have a mentor or a best friend or uh, that supportive spouse that, that's there with you um, it could just be one person like all the people in the world could be against you but one friend is like hey I got you back I think that's a great idea that yeah. one person could change everything and like keep you on the path and keep you yeah. moving forward towards your goal or your dream or through the storm that's your that's your end they may not be experiencing it they are exactly the same storm like I know you have your storm and I have mine <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's so impressive about surrounding your people surrounding yourself with people that will support you yeah and are there for you and yeah. say the things that you need to hear but that aren't false like they're not lying to you that right. everything's going to be okay or they're not lying to you because they think that that's how they're going to help like they're telling you truthful things that are going to help you get through the moment you know and then once you're past it you're just so thankful that you have them I, right. I am I just the other day we were Marco Polo all the time and if the listeners out there don't know what Marco Polo is it's a it's an app you can download for free and communicate with people through video like it's a it's just a video that's captured and it doesn't save in your phone or anything. I feel like I'm giving an ad for this. But it's not <laughs> yeah, it's a quick, it's, it's like, it's like texting. It's like sending a quick thing, but it's sending a quick yeah. video, which is like a lot of times way easier when 
you know, you have to sit there and text and, yes. and then backspace because you spelled it wrong, but like you just blah, 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 and then put your phone away and then that person can read it or not read it, but watch it whenever they want. And respond whenever or, or take notes. I take notes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't feel like it's sometimes I like it better than um, talking live, which might sound weird, like FaceTiming because connection is bad or like they're glitching out and can't hear what they're saying or you don't want to interrupt what they're saying so or you don't want to be interrupted anyways i just think it's a great communication device yeah. my point is mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't about communication but this is about being able to communicate with your support system especially yeah. with elena who's now become my best friend across the country i don't know how this happened but <laughs> we became so much closer even though you moved across the country and without Marco Polo and, and that video uh, face-to-face, not in real time, however, it's still face-to-face. And I just, yeah. the words that you tell me, and because you're my friend and you know me, and I, I believe, I'm going to leave you know, what, what, what am I trying to say here? I'm just trying to say your support system is so important. And, yes, and, and super people, important. Yeah, and if you just, if you need to tell someone what you're going through so that you can get the help you need maybe they can help you and maybe they can direct you somewhere to help yeah. you you know just like confide in your friends and, and if they don't help you then well okay maybe they're not worth your time <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's that too screw them um <laughs> write them off but no I totally get what you mean and I think you're right I mean having the support system is it's vital and being able to just speak your problem or speak your feelings as soon as you put sound to it, it almost lessens the power of them. And um, that in itself is, is helpful. And then having someone that's, that is a support that you do trust, that does know you, is even even better. I mean, just having like a, a, a sounding board, I guess, to kind of bounce your feelings off of. And um, that's yeah, super duper ultra helpful. Yes, indeed. And we all have different life experience. And, of course, we don't all go through the same exact thing. But the person you're talking to and that you confide in may have the perfect slice of knowledge or experience or advice for you that you didn't even know that they went through something in their life that maybe isn't super relevant to what you're going through, but their symptoms of anxiety, their, their reaction to their situation definitely apply to what you're going through right now right which is so cool I mean it's crazy that we can all relate to each other yeah totally um and I gosh I think one of like the huge things I mean for me right now going through my son starting kindergarten virtually um next week and my daughter going into eighth grade next week as well, um, doing it all from home and needing, I mean, (laughs) through a series of events, we decided to sell my daughter's desk because she wanted a different one for her room. So this is, you know, months ago when we first moved here and we thought at that point, like school was gonna be hybrid. So like half in school, half at home. And I thought, oh yeah, let's sell her desk and we'll get her this new desk from Ikea. Well because of COVID, like Ikea is completely sold out and there's no inventory coming in and you can't get a desk anywhere 
because everyone is homeschooling or virtual learning. So everyone went out and bought all the desks. So neither <laughs> one of my kids have desks. All we have is our dining room table. And I thought like, oh yeah, we'll just do school at the table. And then I realized yesterday, oh shit, there's no way we can do school at the table. Like all, how are we gonna do that all day long? How are they both gonna, kindergarten, eighth grade gonna be doing that? And then me in there obviously having to help my son and balance like my own work stuff and creative projects and household chores, you know, all the things. And then da, 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 and you go like on this, you know, just like you're talking, all these thoughts start happening and you're like, oh my God, how am I? And I'm like, I'm totally living in the future. Every single thing that I said that I'm worrying about is not right now. So I pulled myself back and, um, you know, using the things we've talked about, like kind of just checking my breath and then, okay, is this going to matter a year from now? Probably not because we'll have desks by then or we'll be back in school by then um, or we'll get into a groove. Like I thought, how am I going to do this? Um, and then on top of that, yesterday I found out my husband has to go. So if you don't know, he's in the Space Force. Uh, he just signed over yesterday from the Air Force, 17 and a half years in the Air Force, and now we're Space Force family. Um, he has to go. Wow. Historical. That's historical. Historical, yes. So if you didn't know, Space Force, yes, it's a real thing. It's where <laughs> the battlefield is in space. Um, however, <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's really out there. Um, He's leaving uh, to go TDY, which if you don't know, it's temporary duty assignment, um, so he'll be gone. So during the first week of school, I'm going to be figuring it out. We're all going to figure it out by ourselves, and that's fine. Um, and then after that, he'll be gone again for another, like, four weeks. So um, just found out it's, you know, I could sit here and I could get crazy and I could, like, have anxiety and the what if I could catastrophize, catastrophe thinking, catastrophic thoughts, Um, but I don't, and if you talked to me and asked me about this, you know, four years ago, I would have been like a complete nutcase right now, spinning my wheels, Um, but my difference for me, uh, I've developed a very strong faith, and I believe in the universe, and if if you're called to it, if you're guided somewhere, you're going to be provided to get through it, and I think the only way out is through. So I kind of just, <laughs> you know, I with all these things coming, when I found that out yesterday, you could tell my husband was like, so I just want to, this came up, and I'm like, okay, cool, we'll figure it out. And he was yeah. like, whoa, and that's just kind of the approach, like over the years, I've had to, in order to in order to survive and thrive, I had to be like, okay, I have you. You just have to roll with things and trust that it may not be okay right now, or we don't have a solution right now, or this feels really uncomfortable right now. But pretty soon, it's going to go away. Like for you, tomorrow, after tomorrow afternoon, like you're done. It's behind. It's behind you. Like no more. And then every subsequent day after that, it's even further behind you. And you know. It's everything, I guess what I'm trying to say is that everything is temporary. It's not permanent. And, you know, feelings, emotions, they don't come to stay, they come to go. Like, that's how temporary they are. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is so powerful. Like, really, it's crazy because I feel like I've known you for so long, but it's probably just coming up on a year now, actually. I want to, is it September like, anniversary? I feel like it's, 
I think it might be October, but that's worth tracing back and figuring out. <laughs> yes, yes. But so what I'm leading to is that I, I didn't know you then, you know, in your past when you were very different from how you are now, from what you were just talking about. And it's just wild to me because I read your book. So for those of you who don't know, Elena wrote a book and she honored me by sending me the manuscript and allowing oh my gosh, I feel like I'm You're the first the very first <sighs> reader. I feel very honored to have read your story and that uh, you shared that with me. Oh sorry, I'm not no, sorry. No, don't don't apologize. <laughs> it's just wild to read the experiences that you went through and the way that you handled them so long ago. You know, in your past, maybe not even so long ago, just a couple of years ago. Yeah. It, we were different. I was different, I know. Um, and, and, and reading your story and how intimate you were, sharing your story and talking to you now, I, I just can't even imagine. <laughs> and it's just, it's important, I think, to realize, too, for everyone listening, no matter how strong someone may seem, they're still struggle. They're still a human being. Elena still yeah. has struggles. She's a badass. I mean, look at you. You're Thank an you. incredible person. I see strength Aww. when I look at you. And Thank it's, you. It's, I'll admit that it's hard for me to remember that. <laughs> well, not now that we've gotten much closer, like I, I, I'm reminded all the time how you have a family and children, and you're you're moved across the country uh, in in the middle of a pandemic, and you have. You know, no family or, or friends that you know there, and all these things that you've gone through, and you're very good at, and this is not a bad thing, you're good at not, um, you're good at like masking the, all that hardship, okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just, it's so important to remember that no matter how strong someone seems, they're going through some stuff. <laughs> yeah, or, or they have, or they're going to, again, yeah, we're all... Right. No one's no one's immune to yes, struggle. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I'm just really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how else to say it, but I'm just proud of you and I'm grateful to be your friend and and I'm just so thankful for our relationship. Oh my gosh. Thank uh, you. I feel I totally feel like the same way <laughs> times a hundred. So um, and that that's another thing to, to do is practicing gratitude, um, and that can help with the panic, the anxiety, like worry, and just stopping and thinking. Um, you know, aside from the other tips like the grounding, um, remember, you know, thinking of five things you can see, um, yes. four things you can feel, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Um, and then I know that's kind of hard to remember, but just think of your number five, five senses, and then just go down your five senses. Um, and that can help bring you back. And then the breathing technique we talked about. Um, and gratitude, gratitude, yeah. It just feels good to take one breath even. Oh my goodness. Yes. Sometimes I feel like I forget to breathe. I don't know if anybody else <laughs> feels like that. Let us know if you ever forget to breathe. It happens to me all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, totally. Um, especially if you're working out and you're lifting really heavy and you're like, catch yourself like, it's good to just use your breath to sync to your movement and you'll be more powerful yes. that way but um, yeah. no so gratitude is a good way to think of like you know there's always something that could be way worse and sometimes it's hard to think that because you feel like what you're going through right now or this how could this get any worse um, right. you know but just there's always something at 
the end of the day or any second is like, okay, I can be grateful that I woke up today or I'm healthy, you know, I mean, anything that I have a roof over my head or electricity. I mean, it can be so basic and so simple and that can kind of help bring us back to out of the crazy, the what ifs. Yes. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah. So we're getting close to the end of this. Do we have anything else we want to add for just how to kind of stay calm in the storms of life, chaos? Um, I think uh, we covered so much, and I'm so glad that we talked about this. And it just happens mm-hmm. to be what I needed is <laughs> <laughs> be selfish with our lives this week. But um, I, I did That's need good. this a lot. And I think I'll just throw out one other thing is that as far as preparation goes for, for knowing, a lot of times we don't know when the storm is going to land. I, I knew, but I didn't know the exact date, right, for the surgery situation. Um, however, I've decided that instead of, I, okay, so when I first found out two weeks ago, I just wanted to go to the gym every single day and do as much as I could and just, I don't know, burn myself out on all the workouts that I could possibly do. But then I realized as it's getting closer and the more I talked to my doctor, doctor and she said how sore I was going to be, I was like, maybe I shouldn't make myself more sore. <laughs> so I decided that the better approach and preparation for myself physically and mentally, actually, that it definitely filters into that, um, is, is probably to take a more gentle route. Went on a long walk this morning. I've been doing actually a lot of breathing and kind of just doing what I want to do, reading. I know that's not exercise, but it's, it's something, it's almost like a self-care movement for myself mm-hmm. leading into this. And yeah, stretching, totally. I've just been stretching. Maybe not necessarily doing yoga um, or like a flow, but just yeah. stretching and right. just holding it for as long as I want to and as long as it feels right for me. And I think it's going to change for everybody and everyone will be different. However, I just feel like I was able to step back and, and start preparing myself for this better than I could have if we haven't if we, if we hadn't been talking about all this stuff mm-hmm. in the past month. So right. anyways, I just want to throw that out there. I don't really think I have much else. I think support systems are just monumental in, in our life. I have a super supportive husband and very supportive friends that I'm very <laughs> thankful for. And uh <sighs> I think that wraps it up for me. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to add? Um, gosh. Not really. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, there's there's always things I could I could throw out there, but for the sake of time yeah. and um, not boring everyone. We could just keep going, but we're not going to. We're going to wrap it up. However, <laughs> I do have a question of the day. Question of the day. If you found out, you actually, you know what? <laughs> this goes, this is like going to coincide with your catas- catastrophic thought, but um, let's just not go, like, don't think about that. Just theoretically speaking, if you were going to die tomorrow, <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't even think of that until just now. I didn't make the correlation, but for real, for real reals. Um, if you found that out, and let's say you had, for easy math, you have 24 hours. Money is not an object. Travel is not an object. So just think you can teleport. Um, okay. That's going to be my 
Yeah, with as many people as you want, whoever you want, they just can't be dead people. You can't bring people back to life for this. So um, people that are alive, um, you have 24 hours. Like I said, you could travel uh, time, traveling in time, you know, it's not a four hour flight. You just, you're there. Um, and then money is not an object. What would you do? Give me three, three of your top things that you would do. And what would you just do in that 24 hour time period? Like if it's, you know, what would you eat or where would you go? Who's with you? What? Okay, so top three, really quick. Um, I would have, I think I would take my husband, of course. Like, he's my everything, basically. Um, but, and my closest friends. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a select few. Hey, <laughs> I'm there. Um, as, just like select few people that I really would want there not guilted into or anything like you know I don't know how to say that any other way but sometimes we feel like guilty if we don't want a particular person somewhere anyways that's a whole other topic Um, (laughs) I would want to go to Ireland and just I don't know take a helicopter over New Zealand (laughs) and then go have some gelato in in Florence it's like my favorite place in the world is Florence Italy I don't know I know that's very vague but Not really. No, that's actually pretty pretty good. You sound like you know what you would want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just um, Ireland. I've always wanted to go there, and then New Zealand. I've always wanted to take a helicopter ride in New Zealand. Yeah, and yeah, and gelato is like my favorite thing in Italy, and Florence is my favorite city. So I'd probably go wow. see that again. Two places that I've never been. One place that's familiar to me. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That sounds what, awesome. What about you? Do you have one? Um, well, I would definitely uh, be with my family. Um, as much family as I could get together. So my mom, my husband, my kids, uh, my sister, my closest friends. Um, obviously, someone named Rhonda. Um, <laughs> uh, I would, gosh, I definitely would be watching the sunset at Avila Beach in California with my friends having a bonfire. Um, yeah. I would probably have sushi for sure uh, probably eat some cheesecake um, so I, w- I would yeah eat my favorite things um, for you know lunches and stuff have some bomb coffee but definitely definitely would want to go to like Costa Rica and do like zip lining through the rainforest and then some stand-up paddle boarding um, yes. but basically like Ireland would be cool, just walking through, like, through old pubs and stuff. Um, that's probably what I'd want to do, but I'd want to focus most of my time on just being with my family and taking a shit ton of videos and pictures. Yeah. I love it. That's what I would do, but yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> good one. Yeah. We're right on schedule, too. Came up with that. We are right on schedule. All right. So that concludes our live today. Thursday. Yes. So. And maybe next week um, we can talk about recovery. It's a good one. Might yeah. Yeah. Um, if anybody has any suggestions, please let us know. Love yeah, definitely. to find out what you guys want to hear. Yes. Um, I'll definitely probably be mentioning recovery next week. I'm just going to throw that out there and, and we'll just incorporate it with whatever else comes up. Right. So yeah. I think that would be Fold, the perfect flow. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. So much, Rhonda. Thank and- <laughs> you. This was great. This was very beneficial. I hope 
I always hope, every time, I know we say this every single time, I always hope that this helps someone else, one person out there yeah. besides myself, because I've always been a fan. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, thank you. And um, don't forget to breathe. <laughs> yeah, don't forget your breathing. Four, remember four. Breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, do it four times. So um, super helpful uh, when you know, the storms of life. So whatever you guys are facing out there, just know we're with you. No one's immune to struggle. And um, we're always sending our positive energy and vibes out there. And like Rhonda said, hit us up if you have questions or comments or um, things you want to talk about. We're more than happy to dive into things and chit chat. So yes. Yeah. All right. So until next week, um, good luck to you, Rhonda. Thank you. Tomorrow be talking to you but yes definitely it's gonna be fine it's gonna be over before you know it everything is gonna be peaches peaches and cream yes. once it's done you know yeah you got it <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thank you everybody we will see you next thank week you. yes all right bye guys <laughs>